Welcome to the stripped down know nothing podcast focusing on the bare naked ladies. That's right, we'll hit every single year from navigate to conventioneers. <laughs> we're it's all been done the podcast. I'm Saker and I stopped doing name introductions last episode. Well, that's nice of you. I'm so glad that you're not. Oh, I'm Evan, and Thank I'm really you. happy to not be put on the spot again. But we but... got to come up with some new convention for, for naming, because you've got to have that beginning of the episode. I was tired of doing the song lyrics. I was tired of rhyming with your name. So we got to come up with a new intro. This is like the two album itch. This like, is, yeah. We're, we're, gonna, we're getting our slump. The seven year itch. Our sophomore itch. slump. <laughs> the sophomore slump. This this kind of this album might be a sophomore song. Well, we had we had uh we had intros. We had the maybe ooh, maybe you should drive. Those were good. That's what we need to start. Okay, well, just the catchphrases. The catchphrases Those are so dumb. We each need to have catchphrases from now on. I like that. Um, yeah, I don't know what's uh what, what's your favorite catchphrase of all time? Do you have a a, a catchphrase that you've modeled your maybe you should drive after? <laughs> no, you're a very Rodney Dangerfield esque delivery. Uh, I think it was more more like Norm Macdonald, like where he was doing like on. SNL in the old days, Norm Macdonald would do like his like it was a uh, not Jay Leno. What's the other guy? Uh, uh, the night 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 boys. Late night boys. Late, night, recent night. or not recent? Old boys. Old boys. Old late night boys. It's Norm Macdonald doing it, so he's an ancient. He's an ancient. <laughs> wow, that you're really showing your age. Norm Macdonald's an ancient. You baby. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't. Johnny Carson. Was it? Uh, it was after Johnny Carson. Di- David Letterman. Jesus. David Letterman. And he That's would do the it. name you could remember. <laughs> the guy off. who's still doing Netflix shows. <laughs> that old dinosaur I David never, Letterman. I never watched all the old boys <laughs> do their things. All right. Oh, no, you're shutting down on me. You've crossed your arms. You look like you're ready to leave already. Yeah, I'm always ready to leave. Uh, here's like a, a, here's a, 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 what is it called? A disgusting of riches? A... <laughs> <laughs> when there's too much good shit a disgusting of riches yeah, let's yeah, just yeah. go with that as people say this is a disgusting of riches the the baby from dinosaurs mm-hmm. oh boy you got uh gotta love me you've got not the mama you've got <laughs> I, I never saw dinosaurs a single episode of it oh are you serious but it was it was when i was in like elementary school it was the it show oh for like, sure everyone was quoting it so i could quote the stupid baby yeah as you should be. I mean, able. It's just the honeymooners, right? Again, wasn't it? it yeah, the honeymooners, except uh, both Ralph and and Diane. What was her name? Went Jack and ex- Diane. <laughs> both Jack and Diane went extinct at the end. Yeah. Perfect. What a fucked up thing. Oh yeah, that's the ending of. I'm sorry. Spoilers for a thirty-year-old <laughs> show, but the Ice Age happens in the last episode. Oh, so it's like Land Before Time. Yeah, that's it's kind really, of like Land Before Time. That's a really sad time. movie. Yeah, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Real sad good movie. Not good. But they became they became birds. They became all sorts of birds, like ducks. I fucking love ducks. Dinosaurs became ducks? They became all sorts of birds, right? But not specifically Littlefoot. Not specifically Littlefoot, no. <laughs> okay, good. Why? I didn't know you were so hyped on ducks. Well, I hate geese, but I love ducks. Yeah. We... Ducks are like the opposite of geese for me. What the fuck? Because they're, so, they're just so... They're... Did you fail the SATs when it's they're not aggra- <laughs> They're not aggressive. Like, Black they just is to white their... as ducks are too. They do their own thing, you know, Like, but it's like... I feel kind of bad for them because it's like the beginning, like where animals are choosing their abilities and like they're getting handed out and they're like, I want to be good at, I want to be good at walking. I want to be able to swim and I want to fly too. I want to do all, I want to do all of it. I want to do all of it. Like, okay. I, I feel like you don't know what you're getting. I want it. I want it. I want it all. And I want to have a beak, but I don't want it to be sharp and I want to have claws, uh, but I don't, I want to be able to swim too. Um, yeah, this would be good. This would be great. I, I, think, I think we got it. We got it all. Come I on, love your 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 childlike mentality that animals chose their fucking like all of their abilities to I, I don't know some deity. They're, they're just like they're dilettantes of the animal. They're like they're 
good at every no not good at everything good at not good at anything but they can do everything just not well what? like have you seen a duck fly it looks like they're about to die at <laughs> any moment like they're just gonna like crash into a tree and have you seen him swim not great can you do your conversation what when the starfish asked for his prizes <laughs> his prizes yeah what's well, they right starfish have like multi like they they're multi-sexed i think like oh are they multi- I, I don't i am not a biologist i'm a biologist <laughs> okay very good so don't put me on the spot like that ever okay. again all right you be starfish i'll be uh jesus man <laughs> jesus man what you want arms Great, done. You know what? Say no more, my friend. You're done. I want as many arms as you have fingers. (laughs) Done. Okay, I want to change color too. Oh, uh, okay. But you didn't ask me how many feet I want. (laughs) You're telling me. Oh, all, all, all all of them. I want to have feet. I want to have two feet. I want to have feet. I want to have circle feet. I want to have circle feet on suction cups. Suction cups on my feet, please. Great. And I change color. Sweet Jesus. And I want to look like the sky. I want to be a twinkly boy. Speaking like looking like a twinkly boy. Greatest segue? No, maybe no, not. That's a bad segue. I'm sorry. <laughs> we have a fantastic guest today. I just needed to get out of <laughs> animals asking God for, <laughs> for attributes. Uh, you've seen him in bunches of commercials on Best Week Ever and Curb Your Enthusiasm, amongst other oh. shows, and you've almost definitely heard him hosting with Helen Hong on Maximum Funds. Go fact yourself. It's oh. Jay Keith Van Stratton. How show. are you, Jay Keith? I'm very confused as to what this show is, but other than that, I'm <laughs> other than that, I'm great. <laughs> I am delighted that you are here, and you are not the only one confused on what this show is. But uh, is he the only one? Uh, he might be. Yeah. What? This. Uh, I think uh, all of our guests and us are also on. confused about yeah, what yeah. this show is. Well, it's it's about avoiding talking about the bare naked lady songs. I think so. Yeah, we try our best to not talk about them for as long as possible. Um, but yeah, you know what? Speaking of confusion, the, I. Your show, Go Fact Yourself, is not speaking of confusion. I'm sorry, that was a bad speaking segue. Of the opposite of confusion. Speaking of not confusion, your show is a delight, and of course is is uh, the reason that I know about you. But going back in your history, I found out that I've known you all along. You've been, you've you've always been there with me. I used to love Beat the Geeks. I had oh. no idea that you hosted Beat the Geeks. I did. That was me. Well, I, I hosted one season of it. If you, if it, if it was, if it wasn't Blaine Capatch, it was me. Uh, that's incredible. That's awesome. That is, it, it delighted me to find that out. As a youth, that was one of my, uh, one of my shows that I truly loved. It was such a bizarre game show, but uh, one that I felt like I would, I could succeed on. I could do this. Well, Saker does win trivia. I do almost every time trivia boy but uh are are you uh are you I mean obviously you have to have some eye for trivia then having hosted uh that game show and of course your your current podcast uh are you have you always been a trivia man uh yeah I guess so I I was it it wasn't anything that was a conscious choice it was just something that I kind of liked (laughs) I did I I I, I'm remembering back in junior high uh I was the kid who was friends with the math teacher um and (laughs) The math teacher also ran the trivia contest at the at the uh, as a you know extracurricular event, and so I would I would go there and help him run the he this, this guy I'm still still pals with today, uh, yeah. cr- created created this homemade like buzzer system and wrote all these oh, trivia shit. questions on index cards awesome. and and I would help him kind of run the show and I guess that was I guess looking back that was sort of my first game show hosting uh, experience. Uh. Um, yeah. And then, yeah, I'm just kind of a fan. I, 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 uh, I am a fan. I, I, I play trivia uh, with a, you know, in, in a pub, in a bar yeah, with, yeah. A, with, with a bunch of folks uh, pretty much every week. 
And um, you know, I also work as a as a game show writer and producer, you know, for TV, and I write for NPR's uh, Ask Me Another. So yeah, it's just uh, uh, it, it it was it was never a conscious choice. It just except maybe with go, go fact yourself. I think was the first thing where I decided to to do it. Everything else just yeah. kind of accidentally accidentally happened. <laughs> go uh, and and Ask Me Another is also a a delight of a show. I love that. Mm-hmm. Um, if we had been more on the ball, we would have come up with some bare naked trivia to put to oh, you. Oh shit! Why didn't we do that? Because oh, you're dum dum. We big dum dum boys. But also, he. Th- this is you. You posted on Twitter one day. Please tell me if you want me to be a guest in your podcast without any further to to no one in specific. And so I I got with you and you were very clear in stating I have no idea. Right. Like you, you're not you. What is your experience with bare naked ladies? Any anything at all? Only that I've just by osmosis absorbed that they exist. And I have kind of a I, I well, actually it's funny because the song that you chose, I was going to say I have a general idea of sort of their sound and their tone. But then the song, right. the song that you sent me, I was like, I, I would have, I, you could have given me a million guesses. I wouldn't have guessed that that was a Bare Naked Ladies uh, recording. So, yes. uh, so you know, I'm, I'm, I'm happy to know what I don't know, and I definitely did not know that. So, you know, I was aware right. of their, I was aware of their hits, and I was aware that people who are fans of theirs are usually interesting and/or quirky people, and uh, you know. Yeah, we've traced the line before, and the line is, of course, uh, if you like Bare Naked Ladies, then you also like Weird Al and They Would Be Giants, and you were probably a nerd when you were a kid, and you probably have some weird obsession now, and it's, I mean, so far it... In other words, my people. Yeah, yeah, exactly. All of our people, right? Exactly. We spent almost uh, an hour on the last episode talking about Vampire the Masquerade. <laughs> so yeah, yeah, we talk about uh, yeah all sorts of uh, of geekery. I think goes along with bare naked ladies. Um, do you? Uh, I mean, obviously, you were probably conscious of then one week and maybe some of their bigger hits. Um, but yeah, beyond that, never owned an album, I would imagine. Never, no. Yes, yeah, absolutely. So that's good. I love getting the insight from folks who yeah. have never heard it's it. It's really refreshing to someone without any knowledge of their catalog to just come in instead of blind, because then Fresh it, sort of, it, either, it validates a lot yeah. of our like pet theories sometimes, yeah. <laughs> where they come in like, oh, this song's about this. And we're like, yes, yes, it is. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm, I'm glad that my ignorance is finally paying off. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> uh, you've made a career of not being ignorant, so. <laughs> uh, actually, may, may I, quickly, both of you, uh, my math teacher, uh-huh. I, you said math teacher, and it sparked a memory in my head. He once, he used to do like silly things for extra credit. So on the back of the test, uh, we had a test to take. In the last five minutes of class, he's like, I'm going to play you a medley. And if you can name, name as many songs as you can on medley, list them on the back of your test paper, and then I will give you one point for each correct song. And he proceeded to play a live Bare Naked Ladies hits medley that they were like, where they were singing like Queen songs and like ABBA songs. Huh. And, but it was a medley that I had downloaded and listened to many times in the past. And I would, I was being such a fucking like eighth grade shithead uh-huh. and before the next song came on i was like uh this one next one's gonna be journey and then journey came on and he's like i was just fucking i wanted to show that so i love fail that class i did not he was a sweetie and i he's the only teacher who i've ever went back and visited and he was like oh, saker and i was like it's been 15 years. You're a dead and man. A he said, Sinker, you're a dead man. I'm going to fucking I'm kill I'm just waiting you. for you to grow up so I could kill you. <laughs> yes. I've never killed a chi- child. I've never killed a child in eight starting 15 years ago. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, he was, a, he was a good dude. Mr. Carcelli, shout out. I know you're listening. 
Nope, there's no chance in hell. Well, he's a Bare Naked Ladies fan, obviously. Uh, yeah, well, I mean, if you were a Bare Naked Ladies fan 15 years ago, that means a lot different of a thing than it means to be one today. Show enough. The band has changed, as yeah. I'm sure that uh, a lot of people can tell. Um, well, speaking of, uh, let's get into this week's song, which is called Am I the Only One? <laughs> All right, this week's song is called Am I the Only One? And if you've never heard it, here is a quick sample of the song. So, uh, Jake Keith, can you tell us, like, having never heard really them before or this song, like, what were your initial impressions of what was going on here? He's so sad. He's so sad. <laughs> it very make me cry. Yeah, this is a... Uh, um, we we talked a lot about, and obviously you haven't been with us for the journey, but uh, this album especially has a lot of tonal whiplash on it. Mm -hmm. And this song is sandwiched in between a song making fun of the alternative movement and a one-minute song about an angry cow. <laughs> so, like, what a weird, sad song. But, yeah, absolutely is so sad. <laughs> um, yeah, are you... Uh, actually, I don't know anything about... Are, are you Are you musically inclined at all? Are you... I like to sing. I can I can do some karaoke. I can I can noodle a tiny bit on the piano. All right, that's cool. excellent. Um, so, uh, in terms of uh, in terms of I don't know the, the musicality of the song or I don't know any uh, and any any thoughts about that? Uh, I dig it. Yeah, no, this would be you know I, I like a lot of sort of uh, uh, I don't know what you call it sort of contemporary folky pop or poppy folk I guess. Sure. Mm -hmm. um, and so this would this would sort of fit into the kind of thing that I would like. I don't I don't the, the vocal quality I'm not as as much of a fan. It's, it's a it, I hope I'm not going to get hung up on it's a it's a little whiny a little bit and plaintive <laughs> in how it's sung. I tend to sure. Uh, but you know the the lyrics definitely lend itself to to uh, a little bit of poor me ism. Uh, yeah. But no, no, I, I, I liked it. I could see myself listening to this on purpose. <laughs> I could see my not accidentally stumbling. That's a really good review. Yeah, I do like that. Um, yeah, you know, it reminds me of uh, when Jesse Thorne was on our thing. He, he said, not about Ed, but about Steve, like, does he always sound like that? <laughs> like, is that his normal? And I'd say that for the most part, even though this is yeah. kind of a song that lends itself to some sadness, this Ed, is Ed Ed's, sounding like this Ed. Is, this is Ed's, Ed's quality. Yeah, yeah, audio yeah quality. this is Ed. This is his, him. His most Ed. But, um, but as far as like poor meism, like I get that. I get that 100% for this song, but juxtapose this song with some other songs from their catalog that we've listened to before. And again, again, you're coming into this blind, so you wouldn't know it. This is actually a lot less of that than we've gotten in the past where we have a we have a narrator who is just basically talking about a failed relationship who is sad yeah and well, is a bad person yeah so. and and this one is i mean i mean i i suppose we can't get around it without actually addressing the the canon expl i hate it when we have canon explanations to these songs because mm -hmm. it takes away a lot of the uh the guessing which is part of the fun of the podcast but um so this one started he started to write it about his wife when they had first met and then his brother died in a motorcycle accident. accident. Yeah. And so he kind of pivoted. And so it's about both his his meeting his wife and saying goodbye to his brother. So just like 
this is a heavy heavy song like really really rough and and definitely the first song that i think we've hit on either of the albums that we've covered so far that's just like yowza like i, I don't even know where to go it's sort this. of like a less creepy version of wrap them arms around me it is a less creepy version of that i suppose um i don't but sacred doesn't agree with me what no i I think wrap your arms around me is about i mean we described that as a murder ballad (laughs) yeah so i think calling a song about a death equivalent to a murder ballad is a little bit disingenuous but i could see where you're going Mm -hmm. of Um, i read but i'll get to that later okay 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 um but uh but but yeah tell you what the first thing i looked at is i had not listened to the song in a long time and i brought up the lyrics before i started listening to it and then i looked at the lyrics and then i looked at the runtime of almost five minutes yes and i said how is this going to work but at the same time it never feels like he's stretching it never feel like Mm -hmm. it feels full the song feels full um yeah, I don't know, but it's it's definitely not that Barenaked Ladies rapid fire, like, you know, rapping. Yeah, I don't know. Um, it's not wacky. It, it is not wacky. I don't know what the opposite of wacky is, but it's this. <laughs> Som- yes. Somber? So- unwacky, I think, so- is the word so- he's somber? looking for. Solemn? Somber. There you go. Sincere. Yeah, no. I, I appreciated that. I like, you know, I like heartfelt. I like sincere. Yeah, as do I. And even though, I mean... As we listen to Barenaked Ladies, I think in this in this album they're starting to try to differentiate themselves from their goofy ass roots. Um, and I like Goofy more, but I totally I, I like song. I can totally respect this song. I I definitely I, I was feeling it. It's it it is good. Now you said it was about uh, his his wife, but it was was it about a breakup or was it was about him being afraid that what she was going to date somebody else? You said it was about when they first met. Yeah, it, it there's an uh, an AV Club interview with Ed. Um, where he talks about and kind of gives the whole spiel for what this song is. Uh, He says, um, I started the song about missing my girlfriend at the time, who is now my wife. And in the process of writing the song, I lost my older brother in a motorcycle accident. So the song sort of became about the quirky, strange things that you miss about people and how you see yourself reflected in the people in your life. Sure. All right. Yeah. So, I, yeah, I guess it could be about missing someone, too. I mean, obviously it is. Um, but uh, I thought at first, because it was about, am I the only one who gets to do this? Like, like I thought he was afraid. It sounded to me like either it, there, there's someone that, that you're seeing that you're afraid somebody else is, you know, they're going to date somebody else or fall for somebody right. else. Right. And then, uh, yeah, they didn't know about the dead, the, the dead brother part. That's, yeah. that's a little different, too. I mean, the, yeah, who do you well, think I, I'll be without I, you is, you know, that's pretty, uh, that's pretty heartbreaking. And who, who do you think I'll be without you? For sure. Um, but, you know, and as far as, uh, well, I mean, I, I hesitate I hesitate to use the phrase death of the author in this context, mm-hmm. but insofar as death of the author is concerned, absol- this song is about a breakup, right? It looks like it. It sounds like it. It feels like it. I had a, I had a slightly different read. I thought this was like a, a child, like for me. Um, a parent-child relationship. A Say parent- a fucking parent-child relationship, Evan. Every song is <laughs> Go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> Don't look at me. Just wait till I get my full house read. No, but it's like a, it sort of brought a tear to my eyes because it felt like a, a dad singing about a kid, like a kid growing up. Right. Okay. So. Saker, I'm going to punch you. <laughs> don't punch me just because I'm making but, a okay, face. Because, I mean, I don't, Jay Keith, I don't know if you're, if you have kids. I do not. I have a cat. I have a cat. Okay. So imagine, yeah, imagine, imagine singing to your cat. Like, uh. <laughs> I don't have to imagine. Okay. Well, yeah. And cats are sort of different than kids because presumably you're going to outlive your pets, which is really sad. And hopefully mm. your kids outlive you. But um, 
Yes. You know, if everything goes well, you're, you don't have to watch them die. But no, it just sort of brought a tear to my eyes because, you know, you want to know as a parent, you kind of want to know what your kid thinks of you. You kind of want to be there for them and that sort of thing. And as they grow up and become their own person, you know, it was just sort of interesting to see in, and having again, having kids sort of defi- like in modern society, having a kid defines you sort of as a person. It becomes right. a, a touchstone of your personality and the way you go about your life. Um, for better or worse for better or worse yeah so they become a sort of a part of you and it's inextricable so like letting your kid go like this sort of like this is like empty nest the song for me like the kid has grown up and it's and he or she or they is about to head out into the world and you know you just you you remembering all the good times you had with them and back when they were a little baby and you you were basically like you circumscribed the whole of their world and now they've got their own thing and that sort of stuff so wow so you know what saker that's my read I'm and i'm sorry. unapologetic about it and you just come right at me you give me just... so so jay keith imagine your cat pulling away to head off to college for the first time <laughs> he's got his car packed up or her car packed up with the supplies and it's kind of what this song feels like for evan for me yeah or i was and i had like a another read it was pretty f- like interesting because it like or somebody letting go of their own childhood uh-huh. like uh i'm thinking specifically of like like Eight, the 80s movies like labyrinth and like little monsters and stuff where they're they're having these experiences but they're they're all a, a fracture of their own personality like you're kind of growing up like uh, like in uh, labyrinth in particular like jareth would uh-huh. be the narrator of this song okay. like because he's a he's basically a figment of sarah's imagination in the movie labyrinth okay essentially right I, I, nobody sees him or talks to him besides her jesus all right yeah i've never thought about that but fair okay. so and all of these things are in her room so she's constructing this this found story basically okay. to entertain herself during a night alone with doing babysitting which she doesn't want to do right okay so, but I, 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 so, so Jareth would be the person singing the song okay. because he is a figment of her imagination who she is pulling okay. away from because she's growing up. She grows up at the end of the song. Sure. Sure. Like she leaves behind childish things. Oh, interesting. So, wow. You really, Keith, do you have any other, in... any eighties movies you think this, uh... <laughs> uh, yeah, Jake Keith, what is your favorite eighties movie? Oh, uh, that's a good question. Let me think. I mean, you know, uh-huh. I, like, I sure liked it back to the future. I'm not a super fan, but that's the, that's the uh- first thing that comes to mind. So let's do a read of this song based on Back to the Future. So, let's go. Oh, actually, I think that fits really well. Yeah. Who do you think I am? Who do you think I'll be without you? If I erase you in the past, just like Marty's parents never met. <laughs> nope. <laughs> Going too far. Let, let's try it again with... Um... <laughs> let's try it again with Out of Africa. Oh, my God, it still works. <laughs> <laughs> let's try it again with that Max Headroom commercial, the Coca-Cola. Yeah. Oh, my God, it's perfect. Oh, he made me laugh until I cried. Um, yeah, so, yeah, I, I, I definitely, I think that there is, there is kind of, yeah, kind of a a singular read for this song, and I think, I think we've got it, though I was kind of confused, do either of you guys have a thought about the line, am I the only one who had to dress you up to see how you fell down, that, that's one of the ones where I came across, and I was like, what does this exactly mean? Am I the only one? had to dress you up to see how you fell down jay keith do you have any thoughts about that or were you as confused as i was i think well i mean i, I was taking it less literally I, mean, I don't know if you actually dress somebody up or if it, was, if it was more of like uh you know you, you in a relationship sometimes you put the person on the pedestal and then there's that whole reality of like oh they're just a real they're just a regular person and you know maybe you still love them anyway 
but you know, or is yeah. there still, uh, am I the only one who, you know, am I the, am I the only one who, it, it's sort of what I was saying before, like, am I the only one who gets to, gets, gets to get to know you or gets to fall in love with you, uh, you know, even, even through the good and the bad? Sure. Yeah, I could definitely. Yeah. Something like that, maybe? I don't oh, know. Yeah, yeah. I was thinking, again, in a, in a context of a parent-child relationship, like, like dress. dressing your kid, and then semicolon, semicolon, like, am I the only one who gets to dress you up? semicolon to see how you fall down because you know you're watching your kid sort of reach for stuff and fail and you're like i want to i want to help you but like oh, you have boy. to like learn to do this on your own wow sort of thing. okay so. boy me not having a child nor having ever seen any 80s movies nor having any life experiences <laughs> it's really it's really hamstringing this podcasting yeah, let me tell you what you got nothing to talk about <laughs> should really do something with my life um yeah okay um so so i think i think the lyrics are pretty um pretty pretty simple um how about let, let's talk instrumentation wise i wanted to mention um jim making that double bass sound like a violin mm-hmm. during the instrumental break was just like him on top of his game oh yeah he's he's like in the f- stratosphere of the fucking fretboard Oh yeah! Oh, like, for sure. He had his fingers way up have to there, be right? like three inches away from his bow. Like. <laughs> yeah, it's beautiful. Like I thought, it, I was convinced it was a violin, and then I went and looked at the liners, and violin's not credited on this song. And I thought, gotta be double bass, I guess. Um, Tyler is credited as cymbals on this mm-hmm. track, which is hilarious to me because I heard one cymbal crash at a minute thirty-two, which I'll put in right here. So if that was all of Tyler's work on this song, congrats, hey, Tyler. Stephen Page isn't even on this song at all. Unlisted. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, yeah I, I, and I know that this is absolutely meaningless to someone who is not. But one of the members of the Bernicke Ladies is not credited on this song. Uh, who kind of, uh, he's the, the other singer of the band. Um, but it it uh, it definitely gives this song a different feel, for mm-hmm. sure. For sure. Um, Andy does this, like, piano plinking during the chorus. That's oh, yeah. really well, neat. Well, that's what Andy does. That's what Andy does best. Um yeah, I don't know. What else? Any, anything that uh, that that stood out to you, Jay Keith, in terms of instrumentation? Uh, no, just that it was it was rather lovely. I did, you know, I don't know what I don't know who the usual personnel is or what what to expect. So I didn't really I didn't really have that to compare it to. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's it is it's that 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 instrumental bridge I thought was yeah. was probably one of the most yeah. lovely things on this and just album. Just the the folksiness of the uh, chorus, like the "Who do you think I am?" Yeah. Like, it just like it sounded like a seventies like like folk folk love ballad sort of thing. Yeah. To me, it it just kind of rang in a lot of different ways. Do you think "Who do you think I am?" comes off as confrontational before you hear the second half of the line? <laughs> Who the fuck do you think I am? Yeah. My dad owns a dealership. Do you? Understand? My dad said I could sell the poop too. <laughs> Like I thought that was a kind of a, a hilariously confrontational. Um, but, 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 but what else? Uh, 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 during the chorus, Jim is making this noise with his bass. It's just like vroom, 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 vroom. I listened because re- I we listened mm-hmm. to these songs like fifty four times <laughs> stupidly to prepare for these. Once I heard it, it was like one of those manually breathing moments where like I can never unhear it now, <laughs> which kind of diminishes the chorus for me. It made me just like. I got real up in my head about like, please stop doing that noise, Jim. Jim, stop, <laughs> please. But it's uh, it, it's it's very strange. I thought. And who? Who 
Calvi. Um, yeah, I don't know. Um, I mean, it's a it's a pretty it's a pretty sparse song, both in lyrics and instrumentation. So, so then here's the question I have for both of you: Does this song need some, need some spice? Do, is it okay on its own, or does it need a dash of like? Fucking like a horn section. A horn section. Does it <laughs> need <laughs> Tyler on his drums, just kicking it live, old school? What? What does it need? Something or is it okay as is? Uh, I have no problem with it. Again, I don't know what else. I don't know what else to expect. You know, unless you're gonna make it make it wackier or something. Yeah, I, you know, I don't. Sure. I don't know what else. Uh, yeah, I'm not. I'm not really qualified. <laughs> <laughs> that is totally okay. I'm just. I yeah. I was curious if uh if you felt like it was missing any elements or if you you know because it, it does it feels like a I think a pretty complete yeah. song. I mean, it's a couple cartoon noises like a bang Shut and a zip and up. a <laughs> like some wacky some. W- <laughs> <laughs> sure, they need to buy a, a, a fifty craziest Halloween noises. <laughs> spooky, a, a spooky Halloween soundboard. Yes, <laughs> spooky Halloween soundboard. Um, yeah, uh, it, you know, it, you know what it doesn't have? Hmm. It doesn't have the, 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 the BNL harmonies, the kind of defining. Yeah, I feel like, yeah, if, uh, even if, uh, I wouldn't mind. I like harmony. That, that would be great, right? Like, uh, we should, I should, I should always provide context. I forget to do that with guests. I send them uh-huh. the one song, but yeah. like, yeah. Cause like harmonies are like their thing. Like they do them really well. And in a song this pretty, I feel like it could use that. Does yeah, <laughs> and, the, and the chorus doesn't Jim come in with a harmony a little bit, like where he says, "Who do you think I am?" and Jim comes. Hey, yeah, so there is a little bit of that, but, but it's, yeah. it's less chorus and more like just doubling the the vocal. Line. My question is, do you think adding Stephen Page into the mix would be bad or good? Hi So Stephen Page is the guy who's basically their front man forever. Like he sings like one week, and you know all the songs you think of as bare naked ladies when you think of bare naked ladies is Stephen Page, basically, Which and, is probably, Ed, and Ed trading off occasionally. Yeah, why this song is so different yeah. than, yeah. Um, yeah, no, I don't think it could have used him. <laughs> yeah, I think, I think it's good without him. Yeah. It's better off without him. I, I, not that I feel like he's bad, but he would have changed it into a song about a shitty relationship. You know, he would he would have... This song, we we're talking about generalizing versus specificity. I think mm-hmm. this song benefits from its generalization uh, rather than being very specific. Like, I fucked up, you fucked up, we're both, let's get back together. You know, it, 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 it because it's more of a universal concept mm-hmm. that everyone can, can relate to in some way. I don't have a kid. You related to it in a completely different yeah. way than I did. Yeah. Um, you know, but yeah. I, I, to the yeah, future, I, cats, but, the whole thing. Yeah, we're good. We're good. <laughs> exactly. I mean, this is obviously about Doc Brown and Marty's relationship. <laughs> I think so. Oh, man, it's sad. Thinking about Chris, does Christopher Lloyd make you sad? Why? Is he dead? No, but he's just real old. <laughs> I guess I just get sad thinking about just, how old Christopher You just think Sager just hates, he's ageist, basically. So you just hate, oh. I am very it's real ageist. Sad. Wait, J. Keith, how fucking old are you? <laughs> no, you don't have to answer that. Never mind. <laughs> I remember the 80s. Oh. oh. Okay, well. Maybe well, this then, will be the lost episode. No. <laughs> but I still know how to use Skype, so. Oh, shit. That's true. We're good. Yeah, you're probably fine. I mean, <laughs> we'll call that a pass, wash. You pass muster. Yeah, you pass the smell test. <laughs> but I mean, it could be if it's about a parent-child relationship. It could be about obviously Full House season seven, episode seven. Are you fucking with me right now? Did you do another Full House read for this song? High anxiety. You, you know the one where Danny forgets how fast Michelle is growing up, and then accidentally like babies her, and she has to like sit him down and tell him that ah! he has to let her grow up, even though it. And he decides finally at the end of the episode, he's going to let her grow up. He's going to let her fall down on her own, even though it hurts so much to watch her. So, uh, and think of, and putting Danny Tanner in context, like kids have become all his life. Like he's raising like three girls 
on his own basically because joey's not fucking helping out jesse's a like having another kid in your house so i mean and he never really got a chance to properly grieve for his dead wife because he just has to sort of go and do this but yeah so kids define danny tanner and now he's his last one his littlest one little michelle growing up growing up she's becoming a woman you're a piece of shit <laughs> this is my uh emails uh, not emails uh, my <laughs> the plug bag, plug yeah. Plug bag yeah yeah, yeah. Oh goodness! Uh, so, so you so this could be about season seven, episode, episode two, seven. episode seven, high episode anxiety, seven. high anxiety. Yeah. Of Just full like house. the first album was about vampires, I feel like this one's all about Full House episodes. For fucking okay, great! I love it. I love it. I think that's probably the canon read. <laughs> let's email Ed. <laughs> oh boy, let's not do let's that. Not, not about this song. Yeah, we can we can joke with them about other songs, but I think this one's gonna be rough. Hey, here's the one thing I I wanted. I feel like this song is plaintive. It has, it's like, it knows what it's saying. It's saying it loud. It's clear. It has a voice. And then the end of the song, we get the fade out. Like, I feel like in a song that has a voice and has a message, like, I, I, I want a, I want an ending. Like, I want, like, How some... How would you end it? Like, some definitive... Like a horn peel? A gong? No. Did you... Have you... Did you watch any of the live videos no, of it? No, I did not. Okay. Live, like, he... Uh, without you, bro, like, one chord, and then it's done. Who do you think I'll be without you? Like, and it's beautiful. It's a beautiful ending, and it's definitive rather than just like the kind of you know milk toast like do 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 getting quieter. Like I don't know. I guess in general, I'm not. Jay Keith, how do you feel about fade outs in songs? Uh, I I don't mind them. I, it, it's always weird when they when they do a live performance and it's lip synced and then it just starts fading out. That's I actually kind of enjoy that. You don't see that as much anymore. I've never experienced that. Oh, man. I've never seen. I, Oh, you gotta watch the Brady. You gotta watch the Brady kids. They would always just their songs would always just fade out. They lip sync fade out. <laughs> yeah, the lip sync fade out is is my favorite subgenre of of oh, live man. performance. Oh, do they get like? I hope they like squat and like pretend yeah, to smaller. whisper as they yeah, getting smaller and smaller. They take a step, but they can start edging back from the mics. <laughs> yeah, right. Exactly. Uh, yeah. Uh, interesting. I don't know. Um, Evan, you have a whole page full of notes. Is there anything that we did? Did we cover everything on? on... Yeah, I mean, this is a like I said, this is a pretty like this is a pretty straightforward song. This yeah. is a song that is what it is, and knowing exactly what it's about going in is hard is makes it hard for alternative reads. Yeah, especially it's... with a song this heartfelt and this yes. serious. You know, you don't want to do it injustice by comparing it to like Full House episodes or something crass <laughs> like that. <laughs> yes, uh, except we do it anyway. But yes, exactly. Well, I, I mean, I do it. I'm taking full responsibility. Oh, for good. That, okay. So. Uh, Jay Keith, did you have anything else that you thought or felt about this song or that you wanted to say or that you noticed? Uh, did I already say he's so sad? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sure. You can say it again. He's so sad. He's so sad. Uh, I was just curious though, like, is this, it, was this a hit or is it, is it well known in the, in the bare naked canon? Is it something that they, that they perform a lot? Is this, is this beloved by fans? You know, what, what, what's the... What's the conventional wisdom on this, and what's the, the response been? Yeah, this is uh, this is in the Marianas Trench. It's such a deep cut. Like this is this is an album track that uh, I'm gonna look up the stats on how often they play it live because we live in the age of the internet, where for some reason 
Uh, you can do shit like that. Okay, they, they this song came out in 94. They have played it eight times in concert. Oh, wow. So, yeah, this is definitely not a... This, uh, this not... seems like it'd be a perfect like part of an acoustic set. Because in an acoustic set, you play like one acoustic song. They'll play like half a million dollars acoustic. And then they play like this. And then they play something from, I don't know, snack time or yeah. something. For sure. I could see that. Yeah, this would be a great acoustic little drop-in. But, you know, at the same time, it's probably a hard song to get through, right? Don't you imagine that it's... Like, again, I guess it depends, it depends where they put it in the set list, I guess. Yeah. You know, but, but like yeah. you said, on the on the album, it's between a couple of uh, unusual re- recordings. And if it, you know if that still works there, if their fans are... You know, I don't know. Like, do fans come to expect them shifting gears a lot in a, in a few songs in concert? Uh, yeah. I mean, for the most part. I mean, the concert, we just... we Boy, oh boy. We sound like we are in love with it. We just went to see them four days ago. And uh, they did they did like a high-energy opening and then like an acoustic middle third and then a high-energy ending. Mm-hmm. Um, so they do switch gears a lot. Um, but and their uh, album, like the, the first album we listened to, their freshman effort, Gordon, is is like that. Basically, it'll go from oh, yeah. something plaintive and mellow to just cartoon noises. That's why we made the cartoon noise joke. Yeah. But again, this last these these last like five songs have mm-hmm. been like crazy roller coaster of, of emotion. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, boy, I, I don't know. That's a that's a good question. Um, yeah, it's 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 definitely not a hit. You would never hear this song on the radio. In fact, none of the songs on this album really ever became. Yeah, I, I remember hearing Jane on the radio maybe once or twice. But yeah. Like, like an alternative station or something. And I think Alternative Girlfriend also was yeah. kind of popular at but one those are, point. There, there were no, there were, I mean, there were singles on the album, but none of them were, I think, big hits with the fan base. And yeah. this is one of their, as far as their earlier albums, this is one of the lower ranked ones, I yeah, think. I think so too. Yeah. All right. So now's the time in the episode when we rank this song, we tell how we felt about it on the scale of bare naked to fully clothed. So again, uh, for those of you listening, you already know, for J. Keith, for your benefit, uh, if a song is fully naked, it is the best it can possibly be. If a song is fully clothed, it is uh, an absolute abomination of a song. Uh, so, Evan, why don't you go first and give uh, give our guests kind of some time to, to organize oh, thoughts. Man. And uh, what yeah. do you think? What did you think about this song? Like, this song was pretty naked for me. Like, I really enjoyed this song, especially, like, the folksy chorus. Like, the who do you think I am? Like, just where they, just the, the pitch change sort of that was... I really enjoyed it, and I think it would be... It's a solid song. Uh, so, for me, it's a... It's Ed Robertson, naked. Okay. Fully naked. <laughs> fully naked. But he's got a big old, like, cruiser guitar, and he's playing it, so you can't see anything. Like, okay. Like, it's he's covered. He's covered himself, like, strategically with this giant guitar. Sure. And yeah. he's, like, he's just sitting there singing the song, and, like, a little tears are glistening in his eyes. And, uh-huh. You know, it's very poignant. Like, so... So he's naked, but it's not. That's not really the point. Like <laughs> okay. you don't want to like look at it or draw attention to it or anything. Okay. So naked, but let's not call it naked. Yeah, let's not okay. call it naked. All right. Uh, I, in my opinion, this song is. Um... Okay, so here's here's this song for me. It's a man who is going to a wedding, mm-hmm. right? And so he figures, like, this is a fancy thing. It says, you know, you got to dress up on the invitation. Black tie optional. Black tie optional. So he creates his own suit. But the suit that he's created is entirely out of sheer fabric, right? Okay. So I can see his dick. I can see, I could see the belly. I could see the whole thing. However, he is where he's fully clothed, right? It's just transparent clothing. And... He doesn't understand the occasion of the event, right? We've sandwiched this song in between, you know, cocktail hour. He's going to like a bar mitzvah. Cocktail hour and the reception, right? right. <laughs> and he's walking around in his in his sheer suit that he's created. So he's he's good 
it's a great suit. It's beautifully tailored. It's an expert job. And he's naked. And he's naked. However, the juxtaposition. He's also fully clothed and juxtaposed with his situation. He's a dumbass. <laughs> right? It doesn't belong here on the album. It maybe doesn't even belong on this album at all. Maybe the end or something, but yeah, right? Does that make sense? I think if it belongs on any album, it's this album. Yeah, but I agree. So. But maybe yeah, so. that, that, that's a good... I mean, okay. I'm not going to argue with your read. It's your read, right? Uh, Jay Keith, what are you thinking about uh, about the clothing on this song? <laughs> um, <laughs> hey. Well, I would say uh, part, maybe assless chaps, like partially naked. Uh, although, frankly, all, all chaps are assless if you think about it. Um, uh, yeah, I'll, I'll stick with that. I don't fully assless. understand the scale, but I, 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 I like my I like my reference. So he's wearing assless chaps. Is he wearing any other clothes apart from the assless chaps? Shoes, he's shirt, he's service? He's apart from, he has a cowboy hat on or anything? I would imagine a leather vest. I don't know why all of a sudden I'm going as a, as a gay leather boy, but, you know, whatever works. Yeah, I mean. For sure. That's, a, that's pretty naked, so you like, the, you like the song. Leather vest, leather chaps. I liked it. I, was, I, was, I, have, to, I have to be honest, I was, I was going into this expecting to be a little, a little, uh, a little annoyed. You know, like I was expecting something a little more aggressive or, you know, difficult to listen to. And uh, this was this was certainly not. So, well, that's where we set the bar for guests. If we can't irritate you, if we don't irritate you, <laughs> yeah. we, we do a good job. I'm sorry to disappoint you all, but I actually kind of no, enjoyed no. this. No, we're no, not. No, we, we I think we both kind of enjoyed yeah. it, too. So what you're saying is we've made a new fan. Oh, my. Well, let's not go ladies. That You're going to get all their albums. You're going to buy them. You're going to download their songs. <laughs> well, this, going from having zero to at least having one song. I mean, that's a that's a you know, that's a nice uh, that's a that's a nice uptick. A hundred percent improvement. And that's the point of this podcast is to get the BNL boys out there. They do not need, no, they, not they, they need sure. a lot of, they need all the help they can get. Yeah, well, that's also not true, but fair enough. They I don't. like that. Uh, well, Jakey, uh, thank you so much for being on our show. Um, what would you like to plug? What do you have coming up or what's going on? Uh, well, the main thing is the Go Fact Yourself podcast. Uh, yes. We're doing two live shows in New York. I'm not sure when this is dropping, but if, you, if, you, if it's before July 21st and 22nd. It is, this is like early August. August. We're banking them. Okay. Well, let me start over. <laughs> uh, uh, if you like trivia, if you like comedy, if you enjoyed hearing me uh, run my mouth, if you enjoy Helen Hong, please check out Go Fact Yourself uh, wherever you get podcasts. And if you're going to be in the LA area, come see us live. Uh, we do free shows usually twice a month downtown, and uh, it's a lot of fun. GoFactorPod.com and GoFactorPod on all of the social media. It is a delight of a podcast. Oh, yeah. It's a, I've learned a lot. We're, we're trying to collect them all in terms of maximum fun, fun guests. Yeah, yeah. So we're, trying to get, we're trying to get every Max Fun. It's a good game. We're both big fans of the Max Fun Network, so we're, we're uh, trying to grab you all. <laughs> They're good people. So they are good people. Thank you so much, Jake Keith. We really appreciate you being on. My pleasure. Thanks, guys. Thank yep, you. See you later. Hey, Evan. Again? We're doing three episodes. That's three commercials. Holy shit. We record these in batches, and it gets maddening. Yep. Yep. I'm mad right now just yep. thinking about it. Yeah, Saker is just grinding his teeth <sighs> off mic. I do grind my teeth in my sleep. Do you grind your teeth? Uh, No, I do not, thankfully. Ugh. It's bad. Yeah, it's real bad. When I go through bad times, like I need to wear a mouth guard because I'll wake up and my teeth, my whole mouth will be sore. Oh, that's horrible. From grinding my teeth. I can't. That's horrible. Unlike this amazing <laughs> ABD Presents. That's right. It's all been written 2018 stories. Currently released every Monday. 
we have some really great tales from extreme charity competitions. Extreme to, charity? I feel like I'm having another stroke. <laughs> this I fucking love extreme. I believe that's the... Go that's, down to the shark rodeo and pledge a billion dollars to cancer <laughs> research. That's the premise. It's the funny premise for a story. Extreme charity. Extreme charity competition. So what would be an extreme charity? Like, how much can you give away until you're... Well, I was thinking more like the charity itself is some sort of extreme thing, like buying oh. buying hooks for people who do suspension that can't afford their own hooks. Oh, oh, oh! I thought. Oh, how about uh, 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 sharks are starving. We need to feed them with our own bodies. <laughs> That's extreme charity, right? So it's like it's like buying medical cadavers to feed to sharks. No, my arm. It's like that's illegal. That's not. I guess Wait, it's illegal for me to get bitten by a shark. It's illegal for you to like f commit suicide by shark. A suicide's illegal. I'm not committing suicide. I guess suicide. you do it like in international waters. I'm just feeding. Wait, whoa, 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 whoa! If I go to a bandsaw, auto cannibalism, and I cut my own arm off, not with the intent to kill myself, that's illegal. But I, in my I feel garage. like you'd be committed for that, buddy. Yeah, you'd be committed, but it's not illegal. You'd be committed against your will, which I think is like being put in prison. But what if I had a good reason? Like your arm was infested, but I, I feel like, yeah, I mean, probably if you have to make up a reason. But what if my good reason is that I heard voices? Okay, <laughs> <laughs> we're back in, we're back in that bad stuff. Anyway, some more stories like uh, a trip to the North Pole by a mobster and more. What? It's extreme charity. Yeah, uh, you can hear the audio adaptation of last year's. He's uh, he's got a uh, um, GoFundMe. The mobster? Yo, send me to the North Pole. <laughs> extreme charity. <laughs> um. Excuse me, you can buy the 2017 collection in paperback and ebook. This, as with all of our programs, is available at iabdpresents.com. It is. Grazie. Grazie. And we're back with more It's All Been Done, a Bare Naked Ladies podcast. Here we are. Now we're going to spin that big wheel. Spin that wheel? And we're going to see what segment we're going to do today. Our Today's segment is... What is it? I actually should have said that when the wheel was done spinning. This segment is called The Wrong Man Was Convicted. And the question is, who should cover this song? So this could be a different style, could be an mm -hmm. interesting cover, or it could be somebody who'd take it pretty close to home. Yeah, I mean, it's easy to reach for any, like, folk band. I think it is, yes. But I think there are some who would do it more interesting than others. I mean, I think I have my answer. Straight off the bat. Is? If he were still alive, I would love to hear Johnny Jesus. Cash's... <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> I would love to hear Gandhi's version of this song. <laughs> no, I'd love to hear a Johnny Cash version of Am I the Only One? Because I think... Uh, yeah. I mean, he... Obviously, pathos. He's good at that. But near yeah. the end of his life, hearing the, the, the amount of you know emotion that he put into even stuff like Hurt, you know, yeah. where he totally changed it. Yeah. I think a song that's already sad, he just hearing an old sad man sing it would be uh, delightful to me. Either that... Or I would really like to hear Jimmy Buffett cover this. <laughs> One of those two. That would be God, that would be good. Wouldn't it be great? A little yeah. tropical flavor in the background of Am I the Only One? A little bit, yeah. Some steel drums. Maybe yeah, a little like, marimba. I think it'd be a blast. And this, maybe this song, do you think this song needs to be more upbeat? Uh, I don't feel like the subject matter is that upbeat. That's true. But um, as we already discussed, yeah, yeah, I think that I mean, it could, I'd like to see somebody do it upbeat, and I'd I feel like it'd be hard to do it. But I mean, if you 
if you do it well, you're doing it well, right? I mean, that's a very general... Boy, oh general boy, this is the most... Dumb, dumb, <laughs> Evan. I mean, like, that's... What kind of question, though? Like... Who should cover this song? Who no, do no. you think... Who, who, who would do a good job doing it more at beat? Oh, okay. I'm just I trying see. to think of who would do that. Like, I'm talking a ska version or something. Yeah. So, like, squirrel, squirrel Nut Zippers do, Ooh, like, a... Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I could hear that. <laughs> Am I the only one? <laughs> or, or, like, some grindy, grum, grimy ska band, like Mighty Mighty Boss Tones or... Um, sure. Skavoovy and the Epitones or something like that. You are pulling out some deep refos. Listen, man, I only listened to ska for, like, four <laughs> years. So, I know a lot of ska bands. And I know a lot of bands that are very not, like, relevant. Yeah. But, like, it'd be fun. I mean, like, a ska or a ska or, like, a, a pop punk band, like, no effects kind of, would be a, oh, would do okay. a fun cover of... Because uh, yeah. they do they do get pretty deep into their catalog, and they can do sort of plaintive. No effects can do that as well. You so. know what? You've changed my answer. Oh, but uh, There's a band called Reggie and the Full Effect uh-huh. that I truly love. And they are a punk band, but also they are really, really good at handling delicate or sensitive subjects. Uh, uh-huh. The lead singer went through a divorce and he made uh-huh. an entire album about it. Uh-huh. And it is fucking great. And I think if there's any song about death, I think Reggie and the Full Effect could uh-huh. do a more, if not upbeat, then certainly energetic yeah. uh this is version yeah, of it. This is like a very confessional song. So I'm thinking of like bands that are famous for like confessional singing. Dashboard confessional. <laughs> It's right there on the tin. I guess. <laughs> Gwen Stefani, I think, would do a really good cover. Gwen Stefani? Of, of yeah. Interesting. I don't know how I would feel about that. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. a no doubty. You're just in ska world right now. Well, I mean, she's done. She has a career outside of ska. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Yeah. And it's all like Harajuku girl. I like her. You various do? Al- albums. I don't like you anymore. That's fair. <laughs> No, I can, I, can, I, can I go now? <laughs> yeah, you can leave. Okay, bye. That's fine. Bye. Um, okay, so our candidates are Johnny Cash, Jimmy Buffett, Gwen Stefani. What about a super group starring those three? Okay. <laughs> I wasn't going to talk because you dismissed me, but you brought me back in. Every time I'm out, he pulls me back in. Johnny Cash, Jimmy Buffett, Buffett and Gwen Stefani. <laughs> what is their team name? What's their band name called? <laughs> Um, oh. Let's see. So some combination of No Doubt, Mar- Margaritaville, and, and Black. Back Bla- in Black. <laughs> no, wrong. And, uh, do an and ACDC uh, cover of this? <laughs> so I think it's called uh, uh, No Black Margaritas. <laughs> that sounds... I don't know like that one. No Black Margaritas? Why? You feel it's racially charged. Uh, it, I don't know why, but yeah, it just came off as that to me. <laughs> boy, oh boy. Maybe I'm being too sensitive. Everything but... in your world. I worry. You, know? <laughs> you damn PC police. You, you gotta, kids. You th- no, be... I, I feel you have to be sensitive. Yes, yeah. that's true. There are other human beings in this world besides us. I agree, but I don't think no black margaritas <laughs> is going to offend any of them. <laughs> oh, we'll see. Okay, great. <laughs> <laughs> no black margaritas. <laughs> And now uh, is the time when we take an email from our friends, from our fans, from our various cohorts. Uh, if you want to email us, you can please email us. It's all been done podcast at gmail.com. Gmail. Gmail.com. Uh, this is a... That stands for Google, and then the mail stands for email. Mm, boy, oh boy. We're running out of questions here. We have a couple in the hopper. Uh, this is a question from a man named Dan. Dan, Dan the man. Dan the man asked this question: Which song do you think each member of Bare Naked Ladies hates the most? 
So this Ooh. is hard because, yeah, because we've only covered a certain amount of songs. We, yeah, we've but... only covered a certain amount. So shall we just choose an album and try to do like Gordon? Like let's let's go with Gordon since we're we're familiar with it. Perfect. So which okay. do you think hates the most on Gordon? Uh, who? Which I mean, which I'm just restating the premise. Sure, 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 sure. So let me pull up. I'm gonna which BNL lady hates the most Gordon of songs? Oh boy. Which garden is behated by the late? Which hate later? Which hate later comes down on Gordon the Weast? So which um, kind of boy? No, shut the fuck up. <laughs> um, I think that uh, let's start it off with um, uh, let's start it off with Stephen Page. I think Stephen Page probably hates Grade Nine. Ah, see, I'm gonna say box set. Why do you say Grade Nine? Because grade nine is like the antithesis of what Stephen Page is all about as a bare naked lady. I feel like that's like the original like straw that began the crack or the original strike that began the crack between him and Ed Robertson because he's like, this we need to be a more serious band. Ed's like, I wanna talk about all of my classes <laughs> and all of my teachers who had fat asses. I went to Google and I took my to clothes off. <laughs> I feel like it's the other way around. Ed's the serious one. Steve wants to be goofy. That's why the Steve Bernicke- left the band because they were too goofy. No, the new Bernicke Ladies album. Listen to the last three albums. They are much more poppy and and serious than they are goofy. Right, goofy but, but was Steve, Steve. Every what? Every Steve song is goofy to you? No, but I think this band was goofier when it had Steve in it. Fight me. Okay. <laughs> I'll kick your right ass. Now. I know you will. You, seriously, you have I'm a height advantage. You. you have. Yeah, I weigh you by like stronger than twenty me. pounds. Yeah, I'm just a piece I'm gonna of come, shit. Fucking come at you. I think he hates box set because it's a letter from his future self warning him about the dangers, which he tried to ignore, which he fell into nonetheless. So I think looking back, he probably says, you know, I should have listened to my own warnings. Um, so he hates it because it was a portent that he ignored. Um, but I think that both are valid. Right, that's fair. That's okay. Fair. Yeah, I accept your viewpoint like you didn't accept mine. Um, Ed. Because I'm accepting. <laughs> that's great. Ooh. Um, I think Ed. Do you do you need the track list here? I'm just thinking. I remember them all. Okay. Every single one. I think I, Ed I, course, hates King of Bedside Manor. I think Ed hates. Oh God, no. He likes. I was gonna say wrap them arms around me, but he's he's that kind of guy. He's like, yeah. I wanna sing in Yeah, he wants the ballads. Like this. He hates the King just because of the. Whip, zoom. He's serious. Yeah, see, I I feel like he wants the more serious. Okay. (laughs) I don't think he's the serious guy. I think he's, I mean, he has serious aspects to his personality, but I think he, the direction of the band he wanted to take was more family friendly. And I think Steve wanted to take them more like Rocky. But again, this is all speculation on my part. I'm actually, uh, it says they both have lead vocals on, yeah, that's right. They do both have lead vocals on King of Bedside Manor. I may retract my statement. I don't know. Uh okay I don't know I'm gonna say I'm gonna say Ed hates box set because he's living it okay oh yeah great call and he wants to, he wants to be free of it so for Steve it's box set for Ed it's box set for Jim I'm gonna <laughs> say, say box, box set. set yeah without a doubt it is the worst song I'm no you can't fucking far from the, the worst song up. uh Andy box set and Tyler I'm gonna say uh, box, box set. set I'm gonna say Jim probably hates uh I love soup like the song that he did on the first album yeah, give it me but he looks back in embarrassment yeah, he's like Aww. because it, you know like at the time, it seemed like the right thing to do. It seemed really fun. Yeah. And like now he's matured as a musician, as a person. He looks oh, yeah. back and he's like, ooh, yeah, yeah, it's, yeah. It's like when you watch your home videos of like plays you did by yeah. yourself when you were like or eight. Read, read your old fiction or listen to your own, like, oh, the old music that you yeah. did. Yeah. Oh, like, yeah, like, yeah. I want this to disappear from the world. For sure. Yeah. So okay, I, think, so he's I feel ashamed. like he's, he's kind of ashamed of that. Wow. That sucks. Because I think we we came around on I, yeah, I think Xander I did, changed our minds on I, did I Love like You. I like I Love You, but like I feel like... 
as somebody who produced it, it could be it could sure. be something you might be embarrassed. And you know, I could be wrong. You know what, Jim? Just come on the podcast and tell me. <laughs> I'd, love, I'd love to hear from you. You know, set, my, uh, set me straight, please. Andy. Andy hates the whole fucking album. <laughs> I think that's Kevin because he oh. wasn't on it. Oh yeah. He looks at it and says, "I could have been a pretty good lady from I Square have, One." I could have been a piano. I wrote my fan fiction about them back then. <laughs> um, Andy. Okay. Yeah. So I we've think, done Kevin. Yeah, we did Kevin. Uh, Andy hates um, New Kid on the Block. Yeah, yeah, I could see that. I but, feel like I feel like Andy has more chops than New Kid on the Block allows him to sort of play. Like, oh, actually, you know what? I take it back. Andy hates Crazy. Cause Crazy, I think Andy is the which which part of Crazy? Which which song? He hates Crazy. I said which one? So Andy's kind uh, of like does the, he hate the song Crazy or does he hate the uh, bookend at the yeah, end? Yeah, the song Crazy. Nope. Andy nope. is the multi-instrumentalist. Like, right. he, he has a lot of virtue mm-hmm. in his work. He teaches music now. Right. And so to hear all the, like, bullshit in Crazy where it's like, you know, oh, I'm going to put in Renner, oh, silly, silly, boop, boop, blah, 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 blah. It's a wave file and all this. Here's three minutes of, of bullshit at the end of the song. And so like, he, hates the, he hates the second part of Crazy, like the second song. Are you talking about the bloopers? No, he, like, he thinks the bloopers are fine. That's the second, like... You know, you pre- you're pretending like this doesn't exist, Saker, when I've been proven right again and again. You just, you're just like a fucking Trump supporter. I truly have you no idea what you're talking about. Garbage person. I have Is there never a been... second ca- song called Crazy on one of their future albums, oh. or...? So what we're hearing, listeners, is Saker gaslighting me. What is gaslighting? <laughs> It's when you know, like in a horror movie, where like someone goes into like the a dark room and the lights turn up. Like, <gasps> <gasps> yes, yes, and we're back. Uh, and then Tyler hates. I don't know, fucking Brian Wilson, because <laughs> Tyler has always had a he's always had a thing against the Beach Boys. Yep. He fucking hates the Beach Boys. Tyler's original name was Brian Wilson, but he had to change <laughs> yes. it. Lie in a bed like Tyler Stewart did. <laughs> yes, I am. <laughs> I have some ham. <laughs> Uh, okay, that's it. Great question, I guess. <laughs> it, it would have been a good question to hit farther on yeah. in our in our catalog. I should have saved it, yeah. but I did not. Uh, so sorry. has no impulse control. So please. He is eating a handful of french fries. <laughs> Send us more questions. Um, we need more questions for the pod. Um, excuse me. Uh, it's all been done podcast He's at gmail.com. <laughs> uh, yeah, so send him in. a hammer. <laughs> Oh God! Crank, 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 crank. What's that? He's not the king. That's the sound of the hammer oh. hitting my teeth. Okay. It's the sound they use for bedside manner. But your teeth make cartoon noises. Crank, like squeaky crank, teeth. Crank, crank. And now's the time of the show when we implore you to leave an iTunes review. We're not gonna read them anymore. Evan turned me off from that. We can read them. It's just I just wanted to hear if. The listeners are put off by the fact that we are begging for review iTunes okay. reviews. By by the next episode, we will know. We will have a definite whether we should or should not do iTunes reviews anymore. And it brings you, like now I feel bad because it brings you such joy. It does not bring me joy. I just think it encourages people to leave more reviews. Well, you know what? Let's now fuck you. We're not going to do it. See how I won that? <laughs> Is that how you win things in your relationship, too? You just take the, uh, you like, know what, you're right. Passive aggressive. Well, actually, I, well, you, I did come around because I'm a, a empathetic person, Saker, unlike you, who doesn't care about my feelings. No, of course not. You're a different person than me. <laughs> how could Why I possibly I... understand your experience at all? Exactly. Or even try to? Exactly. It's a waste of time. I mean, you kind of look like me, which helps me to we no black margaritas. We got, we got some big nose. We do got some big nose. We got some big nose. We got some big mouths. We got some big heads. Both wear the glassers. We both wear the glassers. Quite sort of tall. You're way taller than me. Yeah. Uh, 
that's where our similarities begin and end. Pretty much. Okay, cool. Great. <laughs> um, anyway, you can review us on iTunes, and we implore you to, because yeah. it helps our rating. It helps people find us, uh, and it helps... I feel uh, like it's going to help more people who hate us find us. It helps me sleep at night. It oh. might. Well, you know, if it helps you sleep at night, that's fine, too. Yeah. I've had trouble sleeping the past two weeks because you've been not letting me read these reviews. Oh, I'm so- okay, <laughs> Jesus Christ. Read your review, Saker. Pick out a review. Pick out a review. Go on. Go on, little boy. Anyway, you can get with us on Facebook. You can get with us on Twitter. We're at BinDunePod. Oh, now you're. We post a lot of funny, fun stuff on Twitter. We we? live tweeted the concert we went to. We interact with our fans who tweet theories at us. Really smart theories. Yeah, actually, they're much smarter than us. Yeah, way, way, way smarter than us. Um, And apparently, the Columbus Zoo is the best in the nation. One of the best in the nation. I said said one of the best. Yeah. And then one of our fans pointed out that it was the best and that we're neck and neck with San Diego. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. And you know what? Great. Columbus Zoo is fucking amazing. Yeah. I have a zoo pass. I go maybe once a month. You seem angry. I'm not angry. You don't <laughs> understand how emotions work, buddy. <laughs> anyway. I'm going to uh, let you read a review next time. Uh, What are you plugging this week? Pluggy plug, plug, plug. Okay, so can we do this? Reaching in the plug How about bag. this? You get to... This is called bargaining. <laughs> okay, you know what the bargaining is? You get to read a review, but you don't ask me what I'm going to plug. No. This episode, I stopped rhyming things with Evan. Thank you so much. Uh-huh. You're welcome. Did you, though? I did. Okay. So now <laughs> I get to read a bunch of reviews, and we'll stay neutral on plugs. Uh, plugs stay where they are. <laughs> and then someday you'll you bargain You can just down. introduce stuff I hate, and then tell me <laughs> that you're doing me a favor by taking it out. That's not how... Also, I get to hit you three times an episode now. I just think that might make a fun dynamic between us. I get to throw shit at you just, during the podcast. You get to hit me during the episode on air three times. <laughs> yeah, I get to punch you in the Up mouth. to three times. Yeah. And you can't do anything to me. I can't. No response. No, 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 there no, no. can no, no, no defense. You can respond vocally. Like, say, owie. <laughs> but... Can I... Okay, my counteroffer. Uh, can I... Uh, that's acceptable, but can I not wear my glasses during the episode? Because I don't want to break my glasses. <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> Done. Okay. Okay. How about we take away the hitting part and I get to read reviews and <laughs> <laughs> do... All right, I'm Saker. I'm Evan. And we'll see you again in a week. <laughs>